together growing in faith changing communities my dear brothers and sisters today i would like us to reflect and unpack the gospel of mark chapter 14 from verse 12 to verse 26 this is the last chapter or towards the last chapters rather of the gospel of mark and probably the beginning of what we call the passion narrative on the first day of unleavened bread when they sacrificed the passover lamb his disciples said to jesus where will you have us go and prepare for you to eat the passover where will you have us go and prepare for you to eat the Passover. I would like us to enter into the mind of Jesus and the mind of his disciples. For them, it was a normal Passover. It was one of the other many Passovers that they had. I find it quite interesting that it was the first day of the unleavened bread. It was the first day of the feast. And so they begin together as a group of friends. And they ask Jesus, where do you want us to go this time? And yet Jesus knows this is the first and the last time I am with them. Jesus knows that he himself becomes the sacrificial lamb. Have you ever experienced in your life a moment that changes your life forever? An event that happens but that demands that your life be changed. In here we see Christ with those whom he loves and is willing to spend time with them and yet he acknowledges that he offers himself to them in death. There are moments in our lives where it demands that I sacrifice something in order to bring life to someone else. There are moments in our lives where death seems to be the honorable thing in order for you to have life. This is one of those moments where Jesus offers himself so that not only his disciples, but the whole world may be saved. They want to go and prepare a room so that Jesus in their minds may celebrate. Meanwhile, Jesus knows they are preparing a room so that the passion of his life begins. And so you are stuck with two great realities of life. 
life and death. While they choose life, Jesus chooses to give them life in and through his own death. The other concept that speaks to me is the idea that Jesus is homeless. He has no home. We know that Jesus grew up in his mother's house. But we know that at the age of 30, he leaves his mother's house, the house of Mary and Joseph, and he begins his public ministry. Nowhere in the scriptures are we told that Jesus has a home. In the Gospel of Matthew, he says, birds have nests, foxes have holes, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay down his head. In this feast today, the Passover is celebrated amongst your family. And so Jesus could not have gone to Jerusalem, rather to Galilee or to Nazareth, to his mother's house. But also he did not go to his own house because he did not have it. And so as a homeless person, he goes and he looks for someone who can host him for the event. And I want to argue and believe that the truth continues to be relevant today in our lives. Jesus still asks of us if, he can, if we can host him in our own bodies. The scriptures have told us that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. If you go to Ngome, one of the titles that are known of the Mary of the mother or Mary who appeared or who's alleged to have appeared in Ngome, she is known as the tabernacle of the Most High. She is not the only tabernacle of the Most High. You and I are also called to become tabernacles of the Most High. And in truth, that does exist. Every time when we come and receive the body and the blood of Christ, Jesus comes, lives, and stays in us. He makes a home in us. He makes a home in our lives. He makes a home in our families. And so today as we celebrate the solemnity of the body and blood of Christ, maybe we are made to reflect deeply, to appreciate a God who has come to be with us, who comes into my life in order to heal, who comes into my life in order to lead me. He comes into my life in order to remain with me. There are actions that Jesus does. He takes the bread. He blesses it. He breaks it. 
and he gives it away. And I think these four actions can also speak to our lives. He takes us. He takes interest in who we are. He listens into our plights. He's interested in our lives. Having taken us, he blesses us. He speaks words of life. He speaks words of wisdom. He blesses us. Then he breaks us. He chips that which shouldn't be in our lives. He prunes that which produces fruits. He molds us to become the person he has destined for us. He knows the plans that he has for you. He knows the dreams that he dreams for your life. And at the end, he gives you back to yourself as a gift. Not only does he give you back to yourself as a gift, he gives you back to humanity as a gift. And so as we celebrate the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, we too are made the body of Christ. We too are molded. We too are blessed to become a living gift to those whom we meet. And the last thing that the author says, when they had finished eating the last meal, they go to the Mount of Olives. And there he prays and he faces the cruelty of the world. And so too in our lives, whatever we receive at Mass is supposed to empower us, to strengthen us. So as we go into the cruel world, we know I am never alone, but God is with us. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.